When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. It is Tuesday, which means that I put up a a question on the Instagram page asking for players to talk about today, overreactions, underreactions, players you have questions about, and I'll talk about them. And I choose five players each week. And I chose Juju Smith-Schuster, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Robbie Anderson, and Joe Mixon. Those were five players that were recommended the most and that I thought, you know, kind of needed to be talked about. So if you don't have any interest in those players, then save your time. You're not going to really care about this. Anyway, let's get right into it, starting with Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, on Sunday, Ben Roethlisberger el- exited the game with an elbow injury. He has been declared out for the season. Now, a lot of people were saying, hey, this isn't actually a big downgrade for Juju because, you know, Rudolph came in and he targeted Juju. Juju got 45 yards. It's it's a downgrade, guys, for the whole Steelers offense, not just Juju Smith-Schuster. This is a big downgrade, a big blow to the Steelers offense as a whole. Now, hopefully Rudolph can uh, connect and bring some value to Juju Smith-Schuster, but Juju, he's not going to have the same upside that we hoped for and that we drafted him uh, thinking that he'd have. In my opinion, Juju, he's now a high-end wide receiver. He has potential to be a wide receiver one. You know, maybe Mason uh, Rudolph comes out and just completely lights the world on fire, but it's, it's not something I'm expecting this is a big downgrade for Juju. If you have him, you you probably don't want to trade him now because his value is so low. Just hold on to him, hope that Rudolph brings something to this offense, but this is a big blow if you have Juju Smith-Schuster. I have him in a couple leagues, and I'll be honest, I I think it's going to be rough because this guy you drafted to be your week-in, week-out wide receiver one, he he hasn't been doing too well this season to start with, and now... And now his quarterback is out for the season. So on the bright side, James Washington, that uh, he and James Washington, wide receiver for the Steelers, he and Rudolph played college together. So he's just someone to keep an eye on. They've uh, shown really good chemistry in preseason the past couple of years. So he's someone to keep your eye on. Probably not going to be adding this week unless you want to get ahead of the curve, but He's someone just to keep an eye on in this uh, Steelers wide receiver core who could benefit most from Rudolph taking over for Big Ben. But in, in terms of Juju Smith-Schuster, I see this as a big downgrade for Juju and the offense as a whole. Michael Thomas, another great wide receiver who his quarterback's out, guys. Drew Brees is injured, torn thumb, ligament. It looked painful. It looked bad. He's out six weeks. It could be more. Uh, this this injury to Drew Brees, it's a huge downgrade for Michael Thomas in the Saints offense as a whole. It's really a very similar situation. 
Thomas, he currently leads a league in targets and receptions. I expect that to change. Now, Bridgewater, he's a good backup quarterback, but he's a backup quarterback. He is no Drew Brees. We're talking about Drew Brees. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. So no backup. Bridgewater, he's not the same as Drew Brees. This is a big step downward for the offense. Now, on the bright side, Drew Brees will be back. He's expected to be back, at least. And this is a good time to buy low on Michael Thomas. Uh, I still expect Thomas to be a high-end wide receiver, too, with the potential of being the wide receiver one in fantasy without Breeze. But, you know, this is as low as his value is going to go. And in several weeks, Breeze will be back, and it may be enough to uh, boost you back into the playoffs if you can manage to buy low on Michael Thomas. So he's someone I keep my eye on buying low. Next one. Alvin Kamara. Now, much like Michael Thomas, Drew Brees' injury is a huge blow to Kamara's value. In week one, Kamara was targeted eight times and he hauled in seven balls. In week two, without Drew Brees, Kamara only saw three targets in one catch. Kamara, in my opinion, he was a top three running back. He's now, in my opinion, a uh, low-end RB1. Simply simply because of his talent level, keeping him boosted up there. But his massive PPR upside, it's pretty much gone. I expect fewer touches near the goal line, too. Now is, once again, like Michael Thomas, a good time to buy low on Alvin Kamara because Drew Brees will be back. And I think people who own them are going to forget that because you drafted them with your first or second pick if it's Michael Thomas first, if it's your if it's Alvin Kamara. And suddenly they're putting up numbers that you didn't want your first pick to put up but if you can trade for them knowing that okay it's gonna be slow going for a while but you know in a couple weeks when breeze gets back i've got a shot at the super bowl it's someone those two i'd be looking to buy low on now robbie anderson he's the next one uh so far anderson has been underwhelming that's i was a big fan of anderson this offseason uh, in week one, though, he was banged up, and he faced a very tough matchup against the Bills' stout secondary. And last night, he was actually better, but he has a third-string quarterback throwing to him, and the reports are that Darnold may not return until after the Jets' week four bye. I could see Anderson easily landing on the waivers in a lot of fantasy leagues, and I would be keeping an eye on Anderson and looking to buy him or add him, even. I don't expect much right away, but there are certainly better days ahead for Anderson and this decimated Jets offense. Once once uh, Darnold comes back and they get past that, I, I think I think Anderson will be pretty good, a, a good uh, wide receiver three, wide receiver two with upside. So now is the time to be able to get him low with Darnold and Trevor Simeon out. So moving on to the fifth player, Joe Mixon. <sighs> This one hurts because I own Joe Mixon in a lot of leagues. I, I've been a big fan of Joe Mixon, but his opening to the season is nothing nothing less than dreadful. He, he only has 27 rushing yards, and he has an average of 1.7 yards per carry. Worse yet, he's already dealing with injuries, and the, here's the big problem. The Bengals' new offense with Zach Taylor, they seem happy to let Dalton throw the ball all game long. Dalton, he has over 90 pass yards, I think 94 already, and he leads the league in attempts. And I'm not per- particularly excited about Joe Mixon the rest of the season. He's still a very talented running back, who he and he's going to be a workhorse once he's fully healthy, which I expect him to 
be and mix and owners i i speak as one we're frustrated and disgusted with his production but i would be looking to buy low on Mixon this week uh well his upcoming schedule is bleak and tough he he should bounce back and be you know a decent rb2 with rb1 upside not what you were drafting him to be you thought this was going to be a year where okay new coaching new offensive scheme he's a locked and loaded rb1 but it doesn't look like it's going to be that way now he could turn it around i'm not buying him thinking he's going to turn it around i'm saying i'm going to buy him as that rb2 for my team with the upside because the owner is disappointed and they just want to get rid of him and he's been awful the first two weeks so those are the five players that were asked about on instagram make sure you follow that page every uh monday i ask give me some players to talk about and i choose five so if you've got a player this coming week who you're just burning to have some insight personalized for you and your team hit, hit me up i'll uh, i'll happily answer and now it's pretty late i wasn't able to get this recording done earlier as i wanted to but in case you're getting to this as soon as it's out, I'm going to give you a couple of my favorite waiver wire players this year, this this week, not this year. So for wide receivers, John Brown, he's he's not exactly a waiver wire, but he's only owned in 72% leagues, which seems crazy. It's, it's worth checking. He's got Cincinnati coming up, which is a great matchup, and he has been a PPR machine. He's He's for real. Also, John Ross, he's only 70% owned, which it should be 100% in my opinion. He's worth checking. He's had some really big games. Now, he does have Buffalo, which isn't a great matchup. But then he has does have Pittsburgh and Arizona, which are two uh, pretty, pretty poor defenses. And the thing about John Ross, it takes one play for him to be, you know, a top scorer that week. It all only takes one play. Terry McLaurin, he's only 52% owned. He's had two phenomenal weeks. It's it's pretty rare that you have a rookie come in and put up the numbers through the first two weeks that he has. He's one worth checking out. He he does have Chicago coming up, but then he has the Giants, so he's worth checking out. Um, and DJ Shark, he's for Jacksonville. He has turned into the go-to wide receiver out in uh, Jacksonville. Not what we expected, but with Foles out. Gardner Minshew, Shark is his favorite target, so he's worth checking on. 13% owned, so if you're uh, hurting at wide receiver, I would, I'd give him a shot. And Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman, they're going to be the two hottest waiver wire targets this week, I think. Robinson had a monster game, 172 yards in the two touchdowns, played 95% of the snaps too, which is very, very encouraging encouraging and Hardman he had his uh, 61 yards and a touchdown 76 percent of the snap so a bit better than what we've been seeing from him and he's got Baltimore Detroit and Indianapolis coming up I think they're both worth a shot they're both the replacement for Hill while Hill's out I don't think there's going to be one of them that you know absorbs that role it's going to be split up between two of them and I think both are worth owning and both are worth the start so uh Marcus Goodwin and Debo Samuel I I'm not too excited about Marquise Goodwin he can't stay healthy very well. He did have uh, 77 yards in the touchdown, but only three targets. Not too excited. Debo Samuel, he, now he's one to look into, 14% owned. He did have 87 yards in the one touchdown on seven targets, and he does have Pittsburgh coming up. So he could be a good play this week if you can land him. Uh, Devin Smith, he's one to one to take note of with, uh, with uh, Michael Gallup being out a couple weeks with the... Uh, 
surgery. Now I think that I think that Randall Cobb is going to be the biggest benefactor this week, but Devin Smith, especially in deeper leagues, you gotta like the fact that he's got Miami coming up. That's that's the big factor. He's someone that you know you're only playing if you lost all your wide receivers to injuries this past week or something. But he's definitely worth taking note of. He could be on next week's big waiver wire. And Golden Tate. Now Golden Tate, he is he's gonna he's still suspended, but I think with Daniel Jones. The the passing offense, at least, the Giants, they get a bit better. That's an upgrade, I think. And Golden Tate, not on anyone's radar because of the suspension, but if you can get him this week or next week before he comes back, I think he could be very valuable, and you're not going to have to spend, you know, top dollar to get him because he's not going to be the hot new commodity. So I think he becomes the wide receiver one out in uh, New, New York. And DK Metcalf, worth checking on, still owned in under four, uh, 50%. He looks like the real deal. Not putting up massive numbers, but putting up consistent and decent numbers. So he's worth uh, checking out if you need a wide receiver. So yeah, and James Washington, I already mentioned him when I was talking about Juju. He's worth taking a look at with um, with uh, Rudolph coming in to take over at quarterback. And at running back, Raheem Mostart, he's an obvious one. Only 16% owned, but he did have the monster game. And he's got Pittsburgh coming up, should be able to repeat a good performance. Carlos Hyde, not too excited about him, but... He's worth a shot if you're in uh if you're really hurting at running back, which hey, you could be. A lot of people are already. <laughs> if you've got someone who went down, if you had McCoy or even Singletary had the injury, hopefully it's not too serious. But uh, but uh, while he's out, which I don't think he'll play this coming week, which I'm really bummed about because he had a great matchup. But Frank Gore, you're not excited about playing Frank Gore, but I think you can play him. This week against Cincinnati, who just gave up the monstrous game to all three of the of the 49ers running backs. I think if Frank Gore gets in the end zone a couple times, has decent yardage. I think he's worth a play this week. So he's someone I'd be trying to pick up. So yeah, and quarterback streamers, same old, same old Josh Allen. For some reason, he's still not owned in all the leagues. He, only 40% owned. He's got Cincinnati. He, he could have a huge week this week. He's already showed us that... You know, he's an athletic beast, and he's not afraid to run, which is great for fantasy. He would be my uh, go-to quarterback streamer this week if he's not owned. The other uh, real one I want to mention, as awful as it seems, especially after week one, and as much as you don't want to play him after what he did to you, Jameis Winston. (laughs) He's got the Giants coming up. He looked a lot better. I'm not happy starting him. But if I had Drew Brees or Ben Roethlisberger and he's out there and Josh Allen isn't, he's one that I, I would take a look at and I would potentially start this week against the Giants. So those are the streamers for this week. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, any reviews on Apple Podcasts, it really does mean a lot to me. And just thanks for listening. And make sure you follow Profit on Instagram and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. All right. Hope you have a good good Wednesday. Hope your waiver wires come in and you get everyone you wanted. All right, have a good week.